Lund. Hello. Tell me a story. I have a wonderful story, or kind of a series of stories, to tell you and everyone else listening. Aw, great. So, welcome to the podcast, episode two. Uh, hopefully this one will be less gross than last time. That uh, was great. I, once again, my name is Joe. It was it was good. It wasn't gross. It was a little gross. <laughs> but, uh, what's your name? People listening to this can call me Lindemir. Pronouns are she, her, because I forgot to do that last time. <laughs> no worries. So, yeah, let's just get right into it. Uh, why don't you tell me the story you have prepared? Yes. My story is about how me and my lovely fiance got to be the way that we are. Oh, yay. Yes. It's all sweet and lovely. So, starts from the beginning. Where, as one usually does. Yes, and as most trans girls start on Tumblr. Correct. So, actually it started out with me meeting a different girl. So I got a message from this uh, cutie from Sweden. She was like, hit me up, be like, hey, yeah, I like you. And I'm like, yo, same these. And then we became fast friends. And then, I guess, and she was friends with my now fiancé. <laughs> I guess she just loved talking about me but like hey i met this like cool ass bitch and i like her and stuff i don't exactly know how it went i just it's how i imagine it so right. you know my you know now fiance was like oh she sounds cool i'm gonna hit her up and steal her from this girl <laughs> and so she just like messages me this like gif of a bear waving oh and oh yeah it was adorable i was immediately like I like her. This is a this is a good opener, and which followed by th- probably the weirdest conversation I've had because we were just we were just both so awkward and nervous about talking to each other. Mm-hmm. So much so that after that conversation, it was just like nothing for like a few weeks <laughs> 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 until like I don't know. She I think she sent me like an uh a, like a question on Tumblr, and then I was like, hey, we should talk more. I'm like. Bitch, message me right now. Okay, I just have to say, this sounds suspiciously similar to how we started our friendship. It's, this is how I meet a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> Both friends and other things. I see. And but please, yes, continue. My story. And that day, she... Uh, I think it was that yeah, same day, she gave me her Facebook, and we actually called each other through that. And talked for the first time, and I was... Like, you ever had that thing where you're talking on the phone, but, like, you can't stay still? You just have to move around? Uh, yeah, I have Tourette's, so I literally cannot stop moving ever. I, I feel that. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was that. I was, like, pacing around my room super nervous, because, like, I'm talking to this cute girl. I'm not used to this. I, I'm a big old weirdo. Why, why, does people, why does this person like me? And that same day, she was like, hey, want to, like, have a date on rabbits? F in the I'm chat sorry. for that. I'm sorry, on what? Rabbit. Uh, it was like a uh, kind of dueling streaming service where it's like you can like uh, stream like Netflix or something together and watch it. So it's, Oh! It's, it was really awesome for like long distance. And oh, I should probably mention uh, at this time she was living in uh, Thailand because that's where, you know, she was born and stuff. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm a great storyteller, can't you tell? You could be doing worse. I am experienced in a lot of things, but this is not it. So yeah, we had our... Yeah, then 
yeah, first date, like, a couple days later, I remember, like, the day of that therapy session, I was, like, telling my therapist the entire session about her, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, had a day on there, I was nervous as always, and we watched, uh, watched this, like, Ugandan movie called, uh, Who Killed Captain Alex? Have you heard of that? Okay. No, I have not. I, I highly recommend it. It's so good. By good, I mean it's horrible, but in a, the best way imaginable. I see. Uh, and yeah, I just and we just kind of like, d- did that like every day for the next two weeks. Oh, like, like yeah, no. Ever since we like first started dating, it's been every day together since. But at that point, we weren't like official. I think we were just like calling each other uh, gal pals, as one does. Yes. <laughs> um, then a couple weeks later, we were uh, playing "Don't Starve Together." She uh, decided, like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be creative and to ask this girl to be my girlfriend. And what she was, she, what she tried to do was like, uh, like drop items on the ground in a pattern to say, "Will you be my girlfriend?" Okay. But that was too hard, so she gave up partway through and just asked me it in Spanish. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which I had to then put into Google Translate because she wouldn't translate for me. She was like, "Okay, yeah." You, she's like, "You figure it out." <laughs> which I Done. at first typed it wrong, so I was like, "Do you want be girl? <laughs> what does this mean?" And I was, "Oh." Then I typed it right, and I was like, "My girlfriend." I was like, "So I I don't know why I was surprised like." You think at this point, like, we've been dating for a while. We like each other a lot. That was like, oh my gosh, this is actually a thing? Holy Wait. crap. Uh, te quieres que mi novia? Is that correct? I don't... I don't speak anything but English and some Japanese. <laughs> okay. Never mind then. <laughs> I, I, I want to know. This was, you know... Oh gosh, this, this was like two years ago now. Wow, such a long time. Well, <laughs> that's a lot of memory for me. <laughs> so yeah, we did that. It was cute. Like that same night, like uh, she sent me like a little voice recorder right before I went to bed, saying goodnight and telling me she loves me for the first time. It, it was so cute. It was like her voice was just like, "All right, uh, goodnight. I love you." And then ended. <laughs> it was adorable. Um. So yeah, that's how we got together, then we were being a very happy, very gay couple for, yeah, for quite a while, and then I think it was about about a year, a year later, mm-hmm. and being the gay women that we are, we were like, hey, this is a, this is a good amount of time to say, hey, let's be in, engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, it was, uh, you know, the... Winter of 2018, yeah, um, she was coming to visit, and was meeting my family for the first time uh, for the holidays. Uh, quick, quick question, because you haven't mentioned it yes. yet. Where does f- your fiancé live now? Oh, yes, uh, right, uh, so yeah, a few months after we been dating, she uh, moved to England for college. So, still far, but, you know, just different place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah, at that time she was living there, but yeah, she came to visits. Before she came over, I was like, alright, I'm 
a buy ring, and I'm gonna at some point propose. I I actually had uh, no plan for the proposal. I was just gonna like carry it around with me and wait for like a moment. Like it sounds good. Yeah, let's do it now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I got this like this is like really pretty ring. It was like super cheap cheap ring. It was like uh, twenty five bucks or something. Because oh. I don't know, expensive proposal rings are kind of bullshit <laughs> and all that. Uh, and so I just got one. Was like I knew she liked, she would like, and. Yeah, you could afford it. So I did that, and I just, like, yeah, I carried this box with this ring around me just, like, the entire, like, two weeks she was there with me. Having no idea how I'm going to do it, but just, like, hoping a time pops up where I could be, like, uh, yeah, no, that was a good time. Okay. Uh, but it was, like, I think halfway through her visits, before I even got a chance, like, it was, like, one, like a day we were just, like, chilling at home, and she just, like, Comes out of the bathroom, like just like shoves open the door to our room, almost like hero stances. Looks at me, he's like, "Hey, wanna get married?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> Aww. But that's not the end of the proposal because we decided like uh, to do it and to like kind of like, do it twice as proposed first time to be like, "Yes, we want to do this," and then again like. A later day, just to be like, yes, this is what we really want. Right. So this was our first proposal, and she like, yeah, she was like, walked out of the bathroom after taking this like huge dump. And I was like, hey, yeah, let's get married. So I was like, okay, uh, I had this ring for you, by the way. <laughs> you beat me to it. That sounds suspiciously like how oh. my parents got engaged, where uh, they're they were driving home from my aunt's place, and my dad just asked my mom hey do you want to get married she said yes apparently and then according to other stories sorry i didn't mean to hijack your story no it's fine uh according to one story he once told me uh upon her saying yes he then had to call three other women and cancel his dates with them what because apparently my dad was casually dating four women and then decided he wanted to marry one of them Oh my god! Wait, so was he just like gonna ask all of them to see which one said yes? Uh-huh. Oh, oh my, wow, that's, that's spicy. I think it might have been seeing his sister married and happy made him realize that he wanted to get married to my mom because he thought that they could have what my aunt and her husband had. Side note, my aunt and her husband got divorced four times. As in, they got oh. married to each other three times, or four times, da five da times. Five times. They were married when she passed away. Oh, damn! Wow, that's that's intense. Yep. Um, the, I don't know. That said, uh, fiance and I have always joked about like after we get married, just like at some point, it's like, hey, someone divorce so we can just get married again. <laughs> I think I've heard of that. Yeah, um, it it's it's stupid, but I. Uh, we're 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 gay and I don't know, we just like to do silly things. Mm -hmm. Alright, now back to my story. Sorry. We've hit we've hit the first proposal. Okay. Oh, don't worry about it. This is what this is about. Just talking the stuff mm -hmm. through storytelling. Um But yeah, so that's the first proposal. Now time but there's one more proposal to get through. Which was like a a week later. <laughs> All right. We didn't wait, um, cause so like at the end of our visit, you know, dropped her off at the airport, and we were just 
both destroyed. We were just so sad and crying just because, like, we didn't want to leave each other. And uh, she had a layover in Germany. And uh, during that layover, she calls me, like, in tears, just, like, saying, like, man, if Leo you fucks me up this much, this is this is definitely the real thing. Let's, like, make this official official and be engaged. And me being also crying and actually super sick at the time, being, like, in the middle of the night, just like, yeah, I want to marry you. Uh, (laughs) And, yeah, that's that's how we got engaged. That is extremely cute. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, it's almost time for the break, but before the break... Hey, Lund! Yeah? You're in a band! I am. How did that happen? Ooh. So, uh, I we will get to hear the answer to that question after this break. Yeah! Hello, everyone. This is Joe. I hope you've been enjoying the show so far. Uh, I know Lund and I really enjoy making it. Um, but this episode actually comes up a bit short, so I'm going to tell a quick quick story about how Lund and I met, but first, I just want to talk about how this is normally where we're going to put in some ads, because Lund and I have talked about it, and we've decided that we want to start running ads during this podcast, with all of the revenue that come from the ads going to charity. And since Anchor, which is the uh, podcast app I use, lets me choose what advertisements I can put in, I will make sure that the advertisements I choose aren't soulless corporations. I'm not going to be advertising Apple or anything. It'll be stuff that I actually believe and think that's actually good. Uh, That way, y'all can uh, listen to our very silly, dumb podcast and be helping out some people. Uh, The first charity that we're going to be donating to for the foreseeable future will be one that helps uh, out Australia right now because there's a lot of wildlife and a lot of trouble and a lot of people in a lot of trouble. And just every single time you listen, just know that you're helping them out in some small way. Uh, Also, uh, we're going to start having guests soon. The next episode should be a guest episode, hopefully. So if you ever are interested in guesting, uh, you can contact me through Discord, ARP1033. Or you can send me a message on Anchor, which is anchor.fm backslash ARP1033. Which I'll mention again at the end of the episode. Um, but before we get back, explain how Lund and I met. Uh, so back a few years ago, I was unemployed and I was feeling pretty depressed. So I made a Tumblr that was all about looking at people's selfies and telling them that their outfit looked good or that they looked good because what really helps me feel better is knowing that I made other people's days better. So one day I was doing this. And Loon had put on a super fucking bomb outfit. And so I told Loon that she looked really good and I really liked her lipstick shade, I believe. And then we just started talking and we just started chatting through Tumblr a little bit here and there. And then one day I decided I wanted to start streaming, which I still do and we still do stream together. But I didn't have a co-host and I can't really carry on a bit without someone else there. I'm not very funny on my own or, well period. So no one else could do it. So I asked Lund and she said yes. And so we started streaming together and talking more. And now we have a podcast together. She's really cool. I really like Lund. Uh, Now we're going to get back to uh, the episode. And again, I really hope you're enjoying it because I know Lund and I really enjoyed making it. Thank you. 
And we are back. Hello. So, Loon, uh, tell me about your band. Yes, so, about how my band came to be. So, for those of you who don't know, I am in a black metal band from Seattle uh, called It's Me, spelled I-Z-T-H-M-I. Look us up. This is not an ad. Well, it is, but... Uh, it's, uh, shush. <laughs> uh... Alright, so yeah, how we started out. Um, really, it started out with uh, a buddy of mine, like this friend that I've known since like high school, which we've always tried to be in bands together, but it's never worked out that well. Mm-hmm. Work-wise, we don't work together well, which happens, it's alright. Um, but we went to this one uh, show together, this like, kind, of a, kind of a bigger show for a band called The Album of Scars, and... Uh, but at that show, he met this super awesome drummer, mm-hmm. and you know they got to talking a lot, and they're like, "Hey, you know, let's try to play music together." So they like they're doing that. I got the time. I was just uh, trying to like uh, write and do all my own music and release that just personally, which wasn't working out because I'm not good enough for that quite yet. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure like, doing everything yourself is hard. I am pretty great, but not that great. <laughs> um, so they were doing a thing, and then they were just originally just jamming, like wanted to like do some black metal stuff because neither of them really got to do that elsewhere. And they eventually decided, hey, this is really fun. Let's actually make this a thing. <laughs> and then when asked, like the drummer asked my buddy, like, hey, you know anyone to be into this? Like he was like, oh, I know someone that's perfect. So like hits me up. It's like, hey, you want to be a black metal band? I'm like. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm tired of just being a bedroom guitarist. <laughs> uh, before you get too much farther, yes. Uh, what's the difference between a black metal band and like a normal metal band and like a hair metal band? Just uh, in case people don't know, like metal is a very big genre with lots of different kinds of like bands and sounds, and so with in metal there's a lot of like subgenres and. You know, black metal specifically is a genre that's... So black metal is a genre that's originally out of Norway loosely. And a lot of what we know of it today came up from the second generation of black metal, which was happened in the 90s with bands like Emperor, Mayhem. They did all a lot of crazy stuff. And if you want to look that stuff up, it's pretty interesting. But mm-hmm. I won't get into here. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's what we are. We're just a genre of metal that's... Slightly different in some ways from other genres, like at least enough to have its own name. Okay. All right. So, or was I? Oh yeah. So I got asked to try and make the band with my buddy and this Ram drummer I've only met like a couple times, like briefly. Hmm. And so we, I start that and it goes super well. Like, in like the first like couple like band practices, we whip out this like pretty, like pretty decent song. Um. But it, it was really slow going because, like, I was also in a different band at the time that I wasn't super into. It was just mainly in it just because they're my friends. And I didn't know how to be like, I don't want to be in here anymore. <laughs> and the drummer was also in his own band. So it was just hard, like, finding time to work together. Plus, my buddy it wasn't the best at practicing with us and actually participating. Oh, lame. Yeah, which... It's very common in musicians. That is uh, understanding, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
for a while, it was pretty much just me and the drummer. Um, and I, I'm just gonna like, we already have our names out there. Drummers Nolan, mm-hmm. so I'll do that because it's easier. So yeah, for a while it was just me and Nolan playing, and then eventually my buddy uh, left the band. He's like, yeah, like I just had my focuses elsewhere, which was fair. He had a lot going on in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, so for yeah, for quite a while it was just me and Nolan trying to write songs just between the two of us, which you know worked out pretty well. I, I think we got three songs done, just the two of us. And then later on, like, originally I was doing vocals, which I'm not great at, but I got, I'm passable. Mm-hmm. But then, like, uh, this one person that I went to high school with, but I didn't know super well, but uh, Nolan was friends with them. He was like, yo, I, like, I heard, like, the phone recordings you guys took. You sound dope. Can I be a part of this? And, like, this dude's a monster vocalist. He's so good. So, like, even though I was doing vocals, it was having fun with it. Like, as soon as, like, he offered it, I'm like, yep, no, you're in. <laughs> you are doing this. <laughs> and so then our vocalist, Jacob, joined. And it was, like, just the three of us. It was about, like, I don't know, I think, like, a year before Finding It Was. Because Finding Musicians, especially, like, in this genre, is so hard. Because people are, like, so flaky or just don't care enough. Or just don't have the time, because, you know, it's hard to be in a band. We also have to work, worry about, like, work and family and all that. Right. Which sucks, but it's the reality of capitalism. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so, but eventually, like, for some reason, I guess the whole existence of the band, no one just had a large brain fart, because eventually it was like, wait, I know, like, the perfect guitarist to join us who is uh, Brett, which was a friend of his that they were in bands together before. That never worked out. And then Brett joined, and he was, like, so perfect. Good. Um, like, his his and I, like his style just meshes with everyone else. is so good, and things went so well. I was so happy. Um, though, just before we had joined, we had this, like, these two random a guitarist and a bass player try to join mm-hmm. and uh so we had a, a practice with them and the bassist was so good like they're playing this fretless six string bass doing all this crazy tapping and stuff like he was an amazing bassist mm-hmm. that guitarist on the other hand oh boy <laughs> not good Mm-mm. nope not 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 good <laughs> well that's not good uh, he's one of those guys that's like, all right, it's like you know, try like you know, jamming together, see if we are like compatible. Mm-hmm. And like we had something going on. He was just like playing as many notes as fast as possible over it, and just like not really bothering about what's going on or anything like that. It was just not good. Oh, I don't know. He sounds like a, an amazing bandmate. Oh yeah, no, amazing. Just don't do your own thing. Fuck everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm I'm the star here. <laughs> when we all know I'm the star. Um, <laughs> right, of course, of course. Yeah. But we, even though they came in together, we were able to get just that bassist. Oh, so, that's good. That's good. So we had him for a little bit along with, and then shortly after that, yeah, we got Brett joined up. And so we were like a full band with two guitars, drums, vocals, and bass. Nice. 
But then we kind of started running issues, just like personality clashes with the bassist. Oh, no. Which, like, I wouldn't say it's like super bad. Like, he was not a bad guy or anything. It just, like, you know, if you're in a band and you're planning on like, doing like tours where you have to like be with each other for long periods of time, like, you got to be pretty close and buddy-buddy with everyone. Right. And that just wasn't going to happen here. Right. So as much as it sucks, because he was so uh, like such a great bassist, we had to let him go. That um, sucks. Yeah, it did. And uh, it, it definitely hurt more for me to do, because I am a very non-confrontational person. <laughs> like, I'll just deal with shit just so I don't have to like, talk to people about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just the four of us for a while. We just, which, you know, it's fine, like... Like bass is important, but it's not like the most important instrument. Like we can, we could do things well enough on our own. So then it's just like a whole bunch of like trying basses and like things not like like being like oh yeah they're pretty good or yeah it was alright, but it's like nothing ever clicked. Mm-hmm. It feels like so many bands always have that one like position that is so hard to fill. Like fuck, what was that move? What was that? One movie, um, I don't remember, it was a movie about a rock band and, like, their whole career, they always, like, I think, yeah, kept, like, losing drummers. And it's like, it felt like that, where it's like, we could never find a solid basis for the longest time. I have no idea. Yeah, we tried out a bunch. We had one that we had for a little bit, but, um, he was, like, just a kid. Like, he was, like, 18. It was just, like, he wanted to, like, do, you know, go have fun and do, like, you know, stuff people that age do right so i was like all right yeah it's fine to get it so yeah sex drugs and rock yeah. and roll right yeah exactly <laughs> that reality isn't as true right but eventually like a few months ago actually like for like span's been a thing since 2016 oh wow yeah and we haven't been able to get like a solid full band until like a couple months ago well a few months ago one of our guitarist Brett's uh, buddies, who was always liked our stuff, and he's really good. Like, uh, he's always into, like his uh, playing style is very much in the vein of what we do. But he's always been like other bands or doing other stuff. Until so eventually, like his main band started to kind of crumble a bit, and then we just swooped him right up. <laughs> We're like, "You are ours now, my dude." Nice. And this person's name is Gabe. And he is a lovely person and an amazing bass player. Woo. And that's how we came to be what we are now. And we're at full band finally. It took us... How... See, we became full band 2019. It took us three years. Well, I mean, from what I've heard, that's not that unusual. Yeah, it, bands are really slow going. <laughs> and then, yeah, now we have album coming out on Valentine's Day. I was just about to ask. Yes, we have we have two singles out. You can go check it out on our Bandcamp, which is uh, Bandcamp slash insmeseattle.com, I think. All right. And check it out if you like it. How about you, you know, can you do a little, little, little pre-order there? Like, hey, <laughs> give, us, give us a little, little moolah so we can uh, not go bankrupt for our next album. <laughs> Yeah, okay, this has turned into a full advertisement now. Anyways. Yeah, no, it hasn't. <laughs> There's no such thing going on. 
Anyways, thank you so much for telling your story, Lund. Uh, unless there's more to it, upon which I will shut up and delete that last part. Uh, no, that's like, it, like anything else is just not very interesting details. No. Well, thank you so much for telling your story, Lund. It was very cute and shit. You're 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 welcome, and I am very thankful for you letting me tell these hopefully very interesting stories. I thought they were interesting. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So I think that will be it for this episode. Uh, please let us know what you think. I don't really have a Twitter or anything set up because this is only the second episode. But if you have any of my contact info, feel free to contact me. You can contact us through uh, the Anchor page. Anchor.fm backslash ARP1033. Uh, you can send me messages there if you have any comments or the like. Um, and I'm Joe. I'm Lindemir. And remember, the only good Nazi is one you've just punched in the face. Yeet! Bye. <laughs>